My name's Stuart Barber, I'm from the uh, Melbourne Veterinary School. I teach into the first uh, three years of the uh, veterinary degree and I also do research in uh, sheep diseases as well as virtual reality to take students onto farms. Virtual reality onto farms, explain that one. So I recognise that our students, most of our students don't come from rural areas and so to try and take them out there we can use 360 images through time uh, and place. So we've developed farms around Australasia, about 11 different farms that students can go to during different seasons and um, around different parts of the world. These students who come from mostly um, city-based areas who may never have seen a sheep or a cow before can visit those properties before they physically go onto properties. So we still want to take our students to properties as well. But often we can't do that because it's very expensive or it's out of the teaching semester or it's, uh, we want to make sure they have their health and safety taken care of before they go. So it's a really good tool so that they can visit that to experience it before they go and then on reflecting when they come back as well. Is agriculture the new black? I think agriculture has always been the black. It hasn't gone out of fashion. Certainly from an education point of view, it went through a bit of a, a slump in terms of numbers. But the last few years have been a lot more students coming back into ag. And so certainly looking around now, it does seem to be the new black. But I don't think it ever actually went out of fashion, just that people didn't recognise it was still in fashion. The value of having future food security, the value of understanding sustainability and having a future... Has that become more of an attraction to students to make a difference on the planet? Look, I think it has. And I think we've recognised that a lot of our primary and secondary school students don't know where the food and fibre comes from. In the number of surveys in the uh, 2000s showed that lots of primary school students and secondary school students didn't know, for example, that yoghurt was actually an animal-based product, it was, they thought it was a fruit product, or that cotton, for example, was a, a plant-based product. And so trying to improve that in primary and secondary school teaching as well as getting more food and fibre education in at tertiary level are, are really key things that we need to concentrate on. Stuart, what got you into agriculture? I come from a farm, I guess, in the first place. So I, I worked as a mixed practice uh, veterinarian for a while post-graduation and I also did a, an agricultural degree after my veterinary degree. So I always had that interest and I was also running a farm myself uh, when I was working as a veterinarian. So that was always, I guess, an ongoing level of interest in, in working with animals and, and working in agriculture. So what will you be doing at Dookie Day? Dookie Day will have both our 4D farms uh, environment operating. So that takes students from, takes anyone from New Zealand, Victoria, New South Wales, Queensland and West Australia through some different properties. So they can put on some virtual reality goggles or look at it on a standard screen. So some people have problems with goggles, but you can use ours on both a standard screen or in goggles. And we'll also have a look at Dookie VR. Dookie, the major property, has both a dairy and a sheep farm. And so we're looking at doing a a paddock-to-plate version there where people can look at the farm as well as following the journey of the products from that farm, whether it be wool or dairy. So we haven't done the the post-farms part of that yet. We can look at the very, very tough summer last year through to Dookie looking fantastic right now. If there's one place that you really like to visit through your VR goggles, where do you tend to go for? So one of the properties happens to be my, my father's property, so where, where I was born and grew up, and, and so that's obviously, I guess, a favourite. Uh, that being said, we have a New Zealand property, which is in an absolutely gorgeous region in New Zealand, so fantastic hills, lovely scenery. Um, but equally looking at, for example, uh, West Australia with beautiful canola crops. So every single property has its own unique features that are fantastic to look at. So I don't really have a favourite. It's just great to look at them all. Stuart Barber, thank you. Thank you very much. Hello. How are we going today? Good. 
So I'm Nathan Anderson, the new Dookie Farm Manager. I've currently been at Dookie for four months and my role is overseeing the whole of Dookie from the dairy to the orchards to the piggery to cropping and livestock. This is a huge, huge campus. It's 2,446 hectares, roughly 6,000 acres, um, with about 80 hectares of campus. Do you get round on a motor scooter or how do you get round? We've just got rid of our quad bikes and we're using side-by-sides for safety reasons now and utes is our main point of transport. So currently we're running 3,000 ewes, we're just lambing down now. So they've finished lambing, we start lamb marking next week. On the last of the merinos we've marked our merino, our crossbred lambs a couple of weeks ago. How so, do we know they're crossbred? Because we keep them in their separate paddocks. So we, we have border Leicester rams that we put over our merino ewes just to supply us with some lambs to finish off early in the spring to reduce our stocking rate over the summer. And then we have our 3,000 ewes that we lamb down for our self-replacing flock. What should I look for when I come here to Dookie Campus regarding ewes? All of our ewes currently have lambs at foot. So if you're cruising around, you should see ewes with lambs at foot. And that'll give a fair indication. And hopefully happy little lambs. So Dookie's a fantastic place as far as it has a real difference in topography as far as we've got the Mount Major up the top, we've got native grasses on there down to some beautiful on the McPoyles block uh, red volcanic soils, an amazing country. It's very vast as far as what it grows from a dairy to the piggery. So when you're looking around, there is huge numbers of things to look for as far as the canola's out in yellow flower at the moment. There's beans across from the driveway that are up and going and we've got some wheats um, going. Okay, I'm creating a sort of like scavenger hunt list mm-hmm. in my head. So yep. I should check out the yep. really volcanic soil, it's red. Yes. I should check out the canola plants. Yes. I should check out the various other crops which include... Wheat is our other major crop that we have. The Dookie campus is like a very vibrant place at the moment and exciting to be as far as student numbers are up and the whole interest in the Dookie is up and away. And with the sheep side, we're trying to push down the path of the, utilising the EIDs with the touchscreen indicators. We've got the Gallagher TSI2 and we're working down the path of trying to utilise the auto drafts and DNA testing on the U. So we have a trial that we run. So like our North East Sire trial evaluation has progeny rams from other places that we're comparing and we're DNA testing those to parentage tests, save happening to take the lambs off the ewes so that we can identify who the parents are while they run in a large mob. Wow, this is like sheep on Ancestry.com. Yes, identical. It's high-tech mm. sheep farming. So, yeah, we've got that there, and we're, we're fleece-weighing all of our lambs, wools, and ewes' wools now as we go. What makes a good fleece? What should I look out for? The style of a fleece is one thing, and weight is the biggest thing on a fleece because that's what we're paid on. So we have a style that tells us how defined the crimp is in the wool. That will tell you its style. And then its micron is depending on what it will go into. So the lower micron wools will go into sportswear, suits, even shoes now. The higher micron stuff will go to more covers or seat wool and insulation. Do people often have misconceptions about farms and farm management? 
Yes, there is lots of misconception. A lot of people don't realise that most people who are farming are there to look after the land and the livestock because that is their livelihood. Dookie Farm is also non-mules. We don't mules any sheep at all. So we have gone down the path of breeding for clean breach and therefore we don't mules and we just treat as we go. So you can count all the lamb tails you like? Yep. If I'm a dookie sheep, I'm pretty happy then. The dookie sheep are well looked after. We try and match our number of sheep to their feed availability and feed accordingly to go from there. And animal welfare is our number one thing. What do sheep eat? Pasture is their number one thing, but they are just as happy to eat grain to make sure as long as we provide them with a fibre source, they're as happy on grass as grain. Have you ever had any sheep escape into the canola crop? Yes, we try and free graze the canola on the boys so that they don't get upset about that. But canola's not actually their favourite food until they get going. They'd much prefer to be on the wheat crops. So shall I come and get you if I see one in the canola crops? No, no, just let it graze. It'll be the fat one when it comes out. Sorry, I just think that's so cute. It just created a visual in my head. How do you work with the seasons? How does it change? So we do a feed budget on the each quarter as we go forward and as our grass stops growing we then work on whether we need to reduce our stock numbers or whether we need to start supplementary feeding. So the best practice is to start supplement feeding before you actually need it because a little often is better than waiting until you've got no ground cover and then going through. So over the summer months all the sheep are generally fed grain to get through and some hay to preserve ground cover. We'd prefer to maintain as much ground cover as we can to get through the summer and preserve our pastures and if we have to they go into containment lots. Nathan Anderson, Dookie Farm Manager, thank you. Thank you very much. Nathan, can we interview one of your sheep as well? One of our sheep? Yeah. (laughs) I'm just going to have to have more information. (laughs) 